Now I'm thinking back. Financial. Hey, I need some more financial aid. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy. That's uh, facts. It's, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish, folks, man. And we have not been consistent this year. I was down with COVID. That, Give me a break. <laughs> we planned. But we're going to finish... We're gonna finish way better than when we started. Yeah, we had, we had some prior engagements and shit. We had shit going yeah, we, on. A lot of shit. We had like, some engagements. We had warm diaper party. Squid got engaged. I mean, we did get. We had a little I COVID think all going of us around. Got COVID, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> the Corvette. Shit. Yeah. So it's been a hell of a start to the year, man. So, uh, you know, but we're back, man. And obviously, we're still missing a leg here. Don't know what's up with them. It's called a thigh. Yeah, we don't know if Joe. If you guys are ever gonna hear Joe's voice on this podcast again, right, right. So, which is probably he's preferable. Like a, he's like a ligament, man. It's nice yeah. when he's there and you know helping the system move fluidly. Yeah, but if he ain't there, like Baby Poon's knees, we gonna lug along. He's literally make a it. virus. That's right, what he right. is. You know, yeah, he's a virus himself. Yes, the J vi. So what's <laughs> up, man? Squid, let's get a little roundtable going. Spark us off, Squiddy. Your little update, what's been popping, man? You got something on your mind, or what are your plans for 2022? What do you I don't, I'm just uh, newly engaged, starstruck, man. I don't know what's going on. About to go uh, travel maybe a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. Get some, uh, are you guys looking at venues? Sightseeing, yeah, of course. Looked at uh, some venues for the wedding in 2023. That shit's a buck, isn't it? A pretty penny. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's. We ain't even going to get into all that expenses of the the weddings. I know. I'm sure if you're out there, you've been closely involved with somebody that got married. Or if you're married yourself, you know the cost of wedding venues and such and all it's that. Everything. Scam. It's it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, exactly. they're giving you a package that. deal like, oh, 20 grand for the venue. And that's all you get is the venue. <laughs> like, where the rest. Sorry, go ahead. But no, yeah, you, you they do have some good packages and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm just excited about it uh, uh, to get everything like the bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. Get everything situated Fuck and yeah. get it, everything uh, squared away to show everybody a good time too. Like, yeah, that's, that's always fun. Like, you know, before I always thought, you know, about weddings and stuff like that. But now that it's actually upon me, I'm just hype about like. Showing everybody a good time, customizing having a good and making party it your and, way. Like, yeah, you make it those make good it ideas. Like, make it yeah. like not so traditional where everyone's like, All right, "Where are we, we going for the bachelor, Scrappy?" I'm hoping Fuck Nash, Nashville. Yeah, well, we know it's Nashville. Would you like Nashville for the bachelor party? Well, what's your give us your top three? Give us your top three places. Well, your top three choices. You would fucking love everything. What's your top three? The Nash. What's your top three choices? Part of me wants to go back to my roots, go to OC. Yeah, OC boys, baby. 
That's six happened. day. Let's drop it. OC from O City. It's six not a day. Dude. <laughs> we would be say? dead. No, we wouldn't. Uh, Dude. We would be. You guys want to do it? I'm yeah. In. Let's do it. <laughs> Dude, I'm not picky, though. I'd What's take your a, third choice, then? If you, if you told me we were going to the Blue Turtle for three days. <laughs> <laughs> where we? Where, where's your third choice after? Uh, third choice. Uh, so Nashville, OC. Mm, I don't know. Maybe like some kind of cabin type thing yeah. where we could just do whatever, like a deep whatever creek we want. Thing. Yeah, like. Yeah. Not saying. Like, yeah. Yo, Deep Creek is yeah. very solid for bachelor parties, yeah. bro. Yeah. Very solid. We, Brian Bachman is there. We had a blast. For Nashville, for you, I think, in my opinion. Because we could, you could always just do a little like pre. Well, we've had a segment on here. We talked you know? about bachelor parties and all that stuff, like where we want to go and shit. So like, I'm about to listen to that one again. See yeah. what we thought of. See so, yeah. what our wishes were. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. That's yeah, where the roots. Where you was first thinking? That's that's what we mean by the roots. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's obvious. I mean, obviously, it's Squid's choice, and Scrap got to get that throw that thing together. So. Right. Yes, you in good hands, Squid. Just say where you're. Say where you desire. We, we spoke yeah. about it a little bit already, but yeah. It's, you shall appear, my boy. Has, yeah. has Bianca mentioned where she wants to go for her bachelorette? Uh, she said a couple different places. Uh, yeah. I don't think she has anything nailed down yet either. Yeah. But. Also, we have some things coming up like in May. Actually, two in May. We have Sheets is in Vegas, but we're all familiar with Not familiar with Vegas, but like we know how that would be. But then we have Cups in, uh, in Scottsdale the second weekend in May. So, I mean, we get a feel for something like that that's like, yo – you know, it might be something that you'd want to do if, yeah. based on our experience, you know, but we'll see. Hell yeah. For sure. But yeah, uh, everybody out there just needs to uh, lock in early this year. Think about how you're going to make this the best year yet ever in your life and start planning that now. And even though, you know, you might be facing some adversity, different things with your job, life, whatever it may be, you got to focus and lock in and how to make this year the best year yet. The best year you ever lived. Yeah. Scrappy, 2022 plans, my dog. Plans? Yeah. Just keep just grinding. You know, I'm still looking at the looking at a ton of houses and shit, trying to see if I can find something. Yeah. Maybe waiting for it to settle down, but who knows if it ever will at this point. It, right. It's probably Whatever. just it's probably just there. You know what I mean? It's probably just, you know. Interest rates went up a little bit. Where it's at. Crazy. Yeah, I think yeah. we're kind of stuck where it's at for a while. So I'm just trying to peep it out, you know, still grind at work. Finally got a little bit of appreciation, got a little promo, you yeah. know, something to hold me over, keep me uh, appeti- appetized for a couple, you know. And we're going to get you there next A couple quarters. Uncle, Uncle Doug will get you there next day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Hell yeah. So that, that felt good, you know. Felt good to get I mean, some honestly, recognition. Timeliness is just like the same thing I was doing. Like that's why I just had yeah. the experience. So I'll just be able to get you there. You're going to get there. Right, right. There's no doubt about it. Hell yeah. So I'm looking forward to keep grinding, you know, hopefully tie something together for some kind of secondary income this year, work towards it or, mm-hmm. or get something going. You know, I had some some thoughts and ideas about what I could do for maybe a side business or side gig or something. So you're handy. So I was handy. I'd already have that thing. Right. I need the space, though, too. You yeah. know, in right. a time. Right. I mean, I have the time. Believe I, I could fit the time in, but I just need the space. Right. Facts here. Yes, for me, man, just excited to be a dad. You know, that's that's coming in a month and some change. So that's I'm excited cool, to be man. an uncle. Before right. baby come, we got right. Eddie V's, man. Right, we yeah, Eddie V's. Uncle twice over. So, I mean, that's probably my biggest. No, we can't afford that no more. That's my <laughs> that's my biggest venture, obviously for yeah, 2022. Yeah. 
Adam and I are working on some. That's gonna invest- get at your mentals. Oh, it's gonna test. It's gonna test me in every fucking way, which possible. possible. Yeah, and yeah. I will. You know what I mean? I'll handle it. Perseverance. You know what I mean? I might have to knock a couple of dozzy back here and there just to cope, <laughs> but I'll get it. I'll get it squared away. Did and I- also, yeah, me and Adam are looking at you know some some investment opportunities this year too, trying to get us an LLC and start investing in some property and hell yeah, quick flips and Facts. and all that shit. So we got some some meetings this week. I was actually just thinking about that, not to interrupt, but like you know. I was thinking about like how to lay it out, like the, what the first step would be, and it would be LLC it yeah, up, yeah. go from there. Yeah, you know. So we got some things uh, mapped out this week. We're gonna we're gonna work on that. I'm just trying to all around diversify my portfolio a little bit, open up some new accounts. I did that recently. I'm having a kid, so like I gotta be smarter about long term and, and policies and shit. So I've been working on that. And there's a lot of loopholes with the IRS. You can you can get tax credit and build build wealth for the long term, you know what I mean, tax free for later whenever you have certain policies. So I've been doing just shit like that or that, man, just enjoying life still. You know what I mean? Fun will never be obsolete. I'm still having fun. I'm excited to go to to Florida, Fort Lauderdale for Adams Marathon. Might be my, you know, it, with a child coming, I don't know how many more times I'm going to pick up pack my bags when I feel like it and, and just catch a flight. You know what I mean? I'm going to go, oh, "Hey, I'm going to head down to Florida to see my friends." Ah, probably not going to happen like that. You know what I mean? Got to plan that out a lot right, better right. and you know what I mean? With a newborn and shit. Set I can't, I don't want to leave my newborn at the house. You know what I mean? So like I got to, you know, be smarter and plan my more, but I'm excited for that. I'm still, yeah, the newborn. <laughs> I said not my son, he's my newborn. <laughs> well, he's going to be a newborn. So. I know what you're saying. But I mean, when my son, one, when, my, when he's one or two, I drop off at Gigi's and I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going I'm to head to the to the island. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's going to be a real big year. You watch. Yeah, we got a, we got the big, uh, the big house book this year is going to be something else for vacay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, going to yeah. be hyped. I'm, I'm really excited mm-hmm. for our big family vacation with the baby and everybody in one big house. And it's going to be dope. While we're on that topic, me and Scrapman, you know, talking a lot and you know, we got brother to my right here engaged brother to my left here with the kid who's going to be on vacation. Nothing changes boys. I don't want to quiet down. I'm done by 11. <laughs> yeah. Chill it out. Yeah. We'll tuck him down much. and it's go time. You I don't mean, you're drinking too much. You can't be doing fuck <laughs> that shit. We, I will be rolling around at the beach cooked with my boy. We gonna be surfing. We gonna be surfing, riding away. And I know Squid's mom wasn't on that, but like the parents usually, you know, like it's different. No, ain't shit different. It's still vacation for a week. Still a lot of drinks flowing. Ain't nothing really different. Hell yeah. It's just new, just more people. That's right, all. right. Just all, additions. Yeah. All under That's one all. roof. Yeah, all under one roof. Because no nothing more, about no the vacation. Take Squid up this way. Yeah, yeah. No, no, nah. No <laughs> subtractions. Right, just, we're just right. adding shit. Right, you know what I mean. Uh, so I just want to get that out the table, man. I can't wait to have the little man on the beach with us and poking at him and shit. Hell yeah, you know, poking at him. Like, you know, watching his rolls get all sandy. Yeah, roll yeah. yeah, his belly a little bit and hit a gun and hit the water. You know. Yeah, yeah I can. I'll give him a little sip. <laughs> Prime him up. <laughs> what about you, Dub? Man, you guys are talking a hell of a lot about the future. So I'll cut that shit now. It's about right now. Got this marathon coming. Oh, honestly. That, honestly, that's where my no, mind's I at. I, mean, yeah, I saw Bach run a halfy. Yeah, he ran a half down in Miami. It was, dude, there was so many people. He FaceTimed us right after. He did actually did really good in this half. Yeah, first I saw thing. it. I never even raced a half before. So, <laughs> you know, um, I've, ran, I've ran multiple halves like on my own time during, in training. But yeah, his Miami was lit. Like they were at it. Like it was bumping. He said it looked like you were at like a festival at 6 a.m. at the start line. So he's heading back there now to like, you know, have fun and enjoy his accomplishment and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, my foal is in exactly 14 days from today down in Fort Lauderdale. So that's what I've been focusing my energy, obviously working. But up early, it's it's 
it's not easy out there running in the cold. I make it look easy sometimes, you know, but at the same time, like, <laughs> just know, like yesterday I ran at North Park and I hit 16 miles. My first 10, I was smooth. I'm running on ice and I'm running on snow. And it's just like, I cannot wait just to be running carefree in t-shirt or actually no shirt, shorts, and to be in good weather and just float and not have to have your mind on my next step could mean I'm on my fucking neck if I'm if I'm not paying attention. You know right, I mean? right. Or you got a car coming in this way. It's just like I can't wait to just be right. comfortable running. Like I, yeah, I, I, I invested in the right gear to be comfortable while I'm running. But there's nothing you could do when you're running around a lake and you're, running, you know, running, running, yeah, running, running. and your fucking hands numb and like you know your watch. Yeah, you got icicles your, hanging your from your ears. Your body's so numb, your wrist is so numb that your watch stops because it ain't even feeling your fucking heartbeat. It's your <laughs> shit. You know, right. it's shit like that. But I'm I'm ready for that. I went all in on it. I'm not really sure what to expect because it's my first full marathon. I've been going. How many hard. miles is it again? It's twenty six point one. Ah. You know, it's it's a lot of miles. It's, Have it's, you hit that yet? No, but it's like I've trained around that area, and you're not supposed to necessarily train at that fit, you know, because you don't want to wear out before. Like once you hit like over 20, like it's it's like your muscles and joints all feel the same. So mm-hmm. it's like it's it's all mental. After I hit mile 20, it's just going to be pretty much numb mental. So you know, I'm, I'm planning to put on a, a performance. I mean, I broke some goals down. You know, I we'll see what happens, man. I'm looking forward to to finishing and, and Hell celebrating yeah. that. To be honest. Yeah, I'm excited th- to watch. How bro. do you think the uh, weather is going to come into play? You think training in these elements are going to give you the edge, or do you think that hot wind go hit your ass? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm curious to find out. Like, will, will my body be shocked and it respond completely different because I've been out here running in zero degrees versus going to be down there running in sixty degrees? I, I think it's going to play in my favor. I've been hitting a lot of incline, which just course is pretty flat, so I think that will pay off. Um, you know, I'm gonna have all the necessities on me—the salt tablets, the cramp pills, you know, my gels. Everything's going to be on me to prevent, like, you know falling over by mile fucking 15 because yeah. my body's not used to it. So I'll be fueled up the right way. I got all that hydrated and everything. But, I mean, you never know. Uh, when you're losing that much salt, I, I've cramped up and fallen on the ground, you know, at mile 20 and can't move. You know? Yeah, right. I, I, re- I fucking refuse for that to happen. Like, I'll be miserable if I got to walk the last fucking two miles because, like, so we'll see, man. It'll be interesting. Well, if, hey, if Rocky Three is any indicator, you should be dominating out there. That's what he trained out in uh, Siberia or whatever before yeah. he took on Drago. Yeah. Knocked his pounding, ass I'll be, out. I'll be, pounding hey. my, I'll be pounding my chest through the finish line. I can't wait. I'm going to be at the finish line going goofy, man. I'm be cooked, too. How long y'all going to be down there? Just Friday to Monday. Yeah. Friday. I'll be down there first thing Friday morning, uh, like 6.30 flight. Then I leave, we leave together Monday night. I'm not flying until Friday night. It would just be uh, nice, man. It's, it's just been so morning. miserably cold and weather been trash. It'd be nice to be on a boat Saturday, coaches the boat and just chilling. When's the When's the Mary? It's on Sunday. On Sunday. So, mm-hmm. Sunday we'll. Uh, my buddy Josh, uh, you know, the guy I've been running with for the last year, he's running it too. So he actually just rolled his ankle a couple weeks ago. He hasn't ran in two weeks. He's just not getting back to running today. So it'll be interesting to see what you know he does. But he's doing it regardless. So it'll yeah, be, it'll be fun to run it with him. He's had he has experience, you know. This is like his third or fourth one. Nice, cool. Well, let's spark it off. <clears throat> well, we already sparked it off, right? But I mean, let's let's get more warmed up with the questions. Anybody got any any cool questions? I'm gonna dive right in if y'all don't. Yeah, go ahead. Have y'all ever had anal sex before? And what are your thoughts? <laughs> no. I mean, Lexi tries to put her finger in my butt. If that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> she, she do. I remember when I was driving her one time. She she put her finger up your butt or Bro, something. We was leaving Buffalo, man. She, yeah, I was sitting there in the back seat after a tailgate. After we was in Buffalo, after we walked out. Oh yeah, I was cooked in the front seat. Cooked, man. She was shoving her finger up me. I'm like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? I, 
smacked her so hard. <laughs> I, I just hear people talking about it like, oh, put like put it like even in rap songs, like oh, put it in her butt. Listen, I just like, bro, is it? That's really not to me. I mean, I've done it before, so it's like, it, it ain't like something to be rapping a song, put no lyrics. I just don't have about. any interest in it. Right, I, exactly. I don't have any interest in it either. Like after like doing that, so I was like, all right, well, that wasn't like anything like to glorify yeah. like in a rap song Glory, i put it in her butt and i put it in her gut mm. like that shit is weird like <laughs> like i don't know i think it's weird as fuck like i think it's nasty too like think Warm about that mirror, I put it in my butt <laughs> <laughs> no it's like that shit's or weird or like people saying they put their thumb in their ass and shit. right like that shit is crazy to me yeah right right i mean i don't have any aversions to it you know yeah it's just, it's just there right i'm not gonna yeah i'm not yeah i mean it's the backup hole yeah, that's what it is. When you backed up, you gotta open the <laughs> hole. That's what it is. That's the only. That's the only time you should be using that hole. If you're using that hole in your time, people are like licking ass and shit. Like, come on, man. Like to me, that's just crazy. But I had to get. The, I had to ask, see what y'all's thoughts was, because I feel like that'd be going around a lot in songs and and people be asking questions on like Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, how do you guys feel about this? And I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, right, right. I need to hear somebody's opinion, <coughs> a girl's opinion about it. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> For sure. Excuse I me. I feel like girls should hate that. That right. shit can't feel good. I mean, because what if you get, like, if you're a girl and your shit get busted down, then, like, you got to, like, toot, like a normal toot, and it just, you just start sharting because your shit. Because <laughs> your rim is stretched out. You went from a quarter inch to a whole inch. Like, so you mean to tell me something ain't just going to fall out sometimes? If you're stretched, you're like, like walking the grocery, store. oops, little turn <laughs> shake your pant leg, oopsie, little dookie. I want the stanky leg down. <laughs> that shit foul. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I would like to hear a girl's opinion on that. No, like, what's your what's your opinion on it? I think no, I don't want nothing to do with that. No, ew, yuck. <laughs> you oh, ever no. did it? Hell no, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know? I don't know. <laughs> it was dark. I didn't know. Where- <laughs> I didn't know which hole was which. <laughs> man, y'all are crazy. Any other questions, man? Yeah, I got one. I thought it was a good question. question. I got a question. Go ahead. Time. You first. You All first. Right, so I watched uh, recently on Netflix the Ted Bundy documentary. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I think I've seen it. Yeah. I would. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's very fucking interesting. This dude was a. He was like one of the first serial killers to put serial killers on the map. And the way this dude was escaping from fucking jail and his holding thing, like when he was out in Colorado because he committed his mass murders in, in Seattle, um, Utah, he had some, and then he, his, his, his last destination was uh, somewhere in Florida. And it was just, bro, he just was, he was a, just a genius. I mean, most serial killers, when you think about it, they, they're able to get away and do the things they do right, because right. how smart they are. This dude was just incredibly smart. He was defending himself in court. He also shot himself in the foot many a times because he was just that cuckoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fucking himself. Either way, I, I just thought it was a really good documentary. And, and the question I want to ask here is, do you think serial killers are born like that? Or are they born interesting and then something triggers them and they go off? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? Do you think they're just like, they're just they're destined to be a serial killer? Or does something in their life play a huge role and they turn into one? I think there's something in there that just doesn't click. That, mm-hmm. Ever. That there's like a humanity. Yeah. That there's humanity and like, you can't do shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. It's just like when they see when they're alive, like they just want to kill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like almost like Dexter was. Like I don't know if you ever watched Dexter. I know, I know of it. Yeah. I've watched like at the beginning of it, his dad realized because he was killing animals and shit that he was just yeah yeah fucked well, up. But, so he like taught him how to 
you know, basically, kill bad people basically yeah. to fulfill that hunger yeah. of like killing and not under like right yeah. understanding how this, people live. You this, know what I mean? Yeah. In this documentary, Ted, he was like he grew up in you know he had some he had eventually had some resentment towards females after a certain event happened in his life. He got dumped or something like that, and he his revenge was to go after very attractive younger women and he would just straight up torture them and the abuse he put that it wasn't just a, a rape and kill yeah. it was a slaughter like right, he was cutting right. heads off he was doing uh, like, like the wildest shit and it's like it, and people said like yeah he was he was like nice he was very attractive growing up and just really some everyone could tell just he just something was missing you know right right just wasn't all there but like you know i don't you know he wasn't necessarily like killing animals or anything but i guess you could tell that I think he's just one of the – I think serial killers are naturally those people you could tell. You just can't put your finger on them, mm -hmm. something off, but there's something in their lives that plays a role that eventually makes them just click. Right. And it's a wrap. You know, there's yeah, no I think they always. I think me. they always have it, right? It's just that something got to bring it out. I and think. after yeah. he passed away, he said something like, you know, I had my happiest times in my lives in those mountains. That's where he's burying all the bodies. Yeah. So – That's fucked. just fucked, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're just, you're just fucking sick. Just sick. What was the um, – uh, there was a, a kind of I think there was like a movie on it, uh, the bomber. What was it? What was he uh, yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, the, um, uh, it was, that was the name of Theodore. His name was Theodore. Yeah, Theodore. Yeah. Um, it was Ted. Yeah, what was Ted. he? The. Uh, it was like the 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 Unabomber. The, the Unabomber. Unabomber. Yeah, I saw that too. too. The yeah. Unabomber. What was his last name? Kaminsky or something? Yeah, yeah. Ted Kaminsky. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that shit that was motherfucker wild. was so goddamn smart that he had to give them. So he can get caught because he wanted to be caught because he wanted to be on television. And right, right. That's part he of had the to they let like them. He yeah. had to let. He had to give them something for him for them to catch him. Right. Because like he just was too fucking smart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's just just crazy how like. But it's it's kind of sad though because like people that there's people out there like that are that fucking smart and use it for that. You know what I mean? When they could have used it for like to invent something that, that, right, was right. Part of the, that was part of the reason like he didn't want to get caught he wanted to get out but like he he had journalists come to visit him and he would sit there and just talk about his past all these things about ted and then finally the journalist after hundreds of hours of recording to try to get this guy to tell his story how he how he started to tell everybody so they couldn't convict him when they very where he got eventually got sentenced to death you know they proved him you know proved it but they had him talk in third person so he was speaking about all this experience but it, he wasn't writing himself out. He was telling yeah. his whole story, but in third person. So he, they couldn't use that to convict him, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just insane, the shit he was saying. Mm, you know, a guy like me would, or a guy like this probably like to wrap his hands around next. Just crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, right. just We're just real selective in what he, how he was yeah, saying it. it was, That's it, how the Unibonner was, too, though. He, like, you know what I mean? He, he knew the law so well. He was like, yeah, well, good luck trying to convict me on that. You know right. what I mean? Like, it was just crazy how he would talk to the FBI and shit because they couldn't. It was like he wasn't admitted to anything. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. Is, and that, is that a sign of the, the justice system being broken that you just – Yeah. Because you need this certain thing that you know – everyone knows this motherfucker, but by the law, you can't get him? Fuck that. Shoot his head off right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Eye for eye, motherfucker. Blow him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in, a, in a lot of those cases – No, that's cases, facts, though. Dude, I, yeah, I think yeah. about that all the time. Yeah, in a lot of those cases, though, the, the sick – people that are committing the crimes like you said they'll like inject themselves into the investigation mm -hmm. because they're so damn smart and they're so like drawn in by everything by the attention it gives them or whatever yeah he it's eventually just, agreed to wild. help the fbi like yeah. before they put him like before they like you know executed him he like was talking he, he met with people like investigators and people who like because he was again he was a star of the whole serial kill killer era in, in the 70s and the 80s where he was starting to meet with, um, you know, FBI agents and stuff and teaching them the getting inside the minds of a serial killer. Yeah, they actually have a, 
is that part of that documentary too? As, I mean, what do you mean? Like how they, they show the meetings between the FBI yeah, agents yep. and shit. Yeah, I, I watched that. Okay. I watched it was legit, that. Wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Some of that shit's creepy though, man. It's wild, bro. It is wild. It is wild, man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, All right, my question, yeah. real quick. I mean, it's just a simple answer, I think. Or not, it's really not a simple answer, but it, we, we don't have to drag it out. Who do y'all think is the most powerful person or agency on the planet? Person or agency? I don't know that there's a person. I guess what's your definition of powerful? They can make anything happen. They're in control of national governments. Like, I don't know. I think like Bill Gates and, and people like that. Like, I'm not saying Bill Gates in specific, but like, I think they have yeah all the power. Like right. they could literally flip anybody and like I think someone make like, anything happen. Right. Um, I think fucking you know when you say that someone like the like Elon Musk comes to mind how he can just tweet something and a stock goes up. Right, right. That's like that's powerful as fuck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that gotta feel good. Like I can just dictate the price of a stock just by saying two fucking words. Yeah, right. On Twitter and it got one million likes in fucking thirty seconds. And next thing you know, the stock's up $3. It's like, what the fuck? Right, and that's what they can do in front of your face. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what else can yeah. those billionaires fucking do that you don't know about? I think there's a lot of people like that that are pretty equal, like when you talk about like Bezos and mm-hmm. and, and Musk and like, Gates. And, like that Bezos yeah. shit where they have to tear down that bridge to get his yacht out. It's like a historical bridge. Yeah. And they have to tear it down so he can get his yacht out of the canal. Like he could just buy a new one tomorrow. Like, like they had it, spe- he had it yeah. special built for them, but it was too big to get under the bridge. Oh, wow. Like, that's just too much power. Yeah, it's way too much power. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, I think dictating the inf- infrastructure of a foreign government and company. Like, I get, I guess my I answer is the, mean, is the, to that question would be the top 1%. Yeah. Is yeah. that is, yeah. those are the folks. And they make all EPA. the shot, they call all the shots, bro. And that's why a lot of us suffer. Yep. I was a, I was a fucking EPA. They shut everything down. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> EPA. Little, you kill little minnows in this pot. Nope, ain't building nothing. You know. Yeah. Fuck yeah, but they hold the narrative for the one percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could actually make a difference if, you know, like the one percent wasn't in charge of like all the natural resources and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. The one percent is a motherfucker, man. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be that one percent. Actually, I, me and Adam talked about this the other day, and that's kind of like a good brings it to my mind is. Like, I don't even know if I would want to be that rich, like 1% rich. I would want to be very, I would, I would want to be very wealthy, but not to the point where like 1% type wealthy, where like experiences aren't experiences anymore. Like, like that's on, my norm. Getting on that private jet and you know what I mean? Islands, it's like, yeah. I could do this anytime I want. I've been now 15, 20. I'm not excited not to that do fun that. Anymore, when something doesn't you know? excite me to do, like, that's not fun to me. Yeah, but then you can head to space like those fuckers. Yeah, but I don't want to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't go to space yeah, no, so, no, the way I race. the way I talk like think about it is is money is security, safety, freedom. So mm-hmm. if I was rich enough to have safety, security, and freedom, then I'd be good enough. Yeah, Yo, right. Can I, right. Can I, I fucking think tell you guys something real quick? Yeah. Another good show on Netflix is called The Tinder Swindler. Please, I won't even give you guys this much information, but I'll tell you this. The dude, by it, why they made this fucking documentary, and it's actually, like, really fucking good, is because he lives his life fucking scamming women. He travels the country on private jets. He gets all these women. He meets them on Tinder and gets them to believe that he's rich, but he's usually, he's he's, he's scamming the next person. So he's all with these credit cards with money. their money. The next girl, he he's, he's spending their money over here. Like, he's spending all their money and letting all these bitches think that he lives this lavish lifestyle and none of these credit cards are in his name. Please. Whose name? Who's our? Whose name are they in then? 
the, the women he's scamming. He's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm being attacked. He, he has this whole website that he makes this, that his family owns this diamond company. I'm telling you, watch the documentary. It is that good. You'd be like, I cannot believe these women are that, this fucking stupid. Yeah. He, he calls them late night one night, and he's he, he sending him these videos how he got attacked, you know, because, you know, these pe- people in South Africa are after a diamond company and all this other shit. It's like, and they, like, he's like, I need, like, I need you to open, uh, you know, I need 25 you know, grand, or I need I need uh, a credit card open now with a, a max limit of this, and he does it to everybody, and he he sends him a fake check that he's paying him back, and it never it never clears, never goes through. Damn. This guy is still so free dumb. to this day because they can't charge him with anything because it's not fraud. He's borrowing money. He's he's still, he's still active on Instagram, active on Tinder, all this other shit. Watch Sounds like the, the fire festival. Hey, what the fuck? Bro, watch, shit. Hey, watch Whatever it. happened to that guy? It's very interesting. Watch it. It's just crazy the lengths that people will go just not to work. Yeah, just, just not, not to, not to have to a regular a, job. But like, he lives I could be just to do. I could be one of them swindling Dylan motherfuckers. I ain't got the, I ain't got the heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. Alrighty, well, Squid, <clears throat> next segment, buddy. What does your vehicle say about you? That's a good one. I kind of like it. Um, or what it doesn't say. Or about yeah, what your vehicle does or doesn't. I think in a lot of cases, you look at someone's vehicle, you can kind of tell a little bit about their, their personality in a lot of cases, not every case. Right. Um, and the first thing that comes to my mind is when you look at Adam and the Chevy Cruze, he's had that since he come out of college that says a lot about him and how smart he, you know, if you know mm-hmm. how much money, you, how smart he is to pay Efficiency. his car off and ride it out. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Say that. I think, you're, damn it, dude, dude, I can't wait to get my, you know, get some brand new wheels here in the next eight months or so. If the time's not feeling it's right, I'm going to do that. But yeah, what it shows about me is, I'm, no, I'm not cheap. You guys know I, I fucking spend the hell out of money. Yeah, you know? I'm not, yeah. I'm not so necessarily frugal. It's yeah. smart. It's just it's fucking just smart, smart, and it's like it, you know, I just think it shows that I'm smart. And I could use the excuse like my car luck, and I, you know, and I've had some some really bad instances, but I think still to the point, I, I still wouldn't have my cruise. It's hell just saying, no. never got stolen. You know, damn well I wouldn't still have it. So like, I like to spend money uh-huh. more than that. It's just about hit eighty two thousand miles on it. It's running like brand new. You know? <laughs> so so so. Like I think, and I also think there's Get under the hood, someone's boys, car says a lot about them too. Whenever you see folks that like, it's like, man, you could have had that 2022 Honda Civic for, you know, $20,000 fucking smooth. Looks good. Nice runs going to run. It's going to run for 20 fucking years, but you wanted that 2011 Mercedes Benz. So fucking bad. That's falling apart for the fucking emblem. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think that yeah. says a lot about people too. It's like, yeah, you, he's riding that whip, and it's like, yeah, he got to get that shit thing to the shop every other fucking month. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that says a lot about a person because they, they want that image so bad. When you could be riding in that fresh-ass Honda, you know what I mean? Having zero problems, better gas, all that. Just all the above checks every box, and it's just better like, car. that says yeah. a lot about a person, too. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, And like, y'all, you guys with your Jeeps, like you guys are obviously outdoorsy. You know, you like to work on your cars, additions, and all that stuff. And, and you know what I mean? You know, tweak them and shit, which is cool. Like when I look at y'all, when I look at somebody riding a Jeep like that, I just kind of know a little more, a little bit more about them. Yeah, you know I mean? right, it says right. a lot about them. Mm-hmm. So look at that Squid Jeep. You know, you know, he could, he obviously put some time into that, and that's his. You look at Squids, it's like that's his passion. You mean one of his right. passions yeah. are his hobbies because it's winning shows. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it is winning. How many, how many shows have you won with that boy? Or like uh, shows? Just, just two, uh, like show and shines. But I've had it like other places too, and gets a lot of good looks and i just like it i think it it not only like the customization part of it because i really enjoy that but just like uh the capability off-road and stuff like that is mm-hmm. right what draws me to it you know that like right. i don't want right. to have a i don't want to be going somewhere and not be able to get there 
you know. So. Right, right. Yeah, that's kind of like I'm. I was gonna buy you know a new car. Y'all see me all the test driving whips. I was gonna get a uh, Geo GLC or GLE coupe, Mercedes Benz. They're like a little bit kind of like smaller SUV, but they're fucking nasty, bro. They got like a bigger trunk and stuff. I can put strollers and shit in. They're nasty as fuck. I didn't pull the trigger. Uh, I'm just gonna wait till the winter's over and probably go back again and try to just customize a 2022 or if I can mm-hmm. get my hands on a 2021. You know I me mean? for a little cheaper, but like there's no for some reason there's no fucking cars available anywhere. Right, right, right. Like just anywhere. Like they don't, don't have anything. I just don't understand yeah. that. I understand that there was a pandemic and your shortage of 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 vehicles, right? I, I, no, I don't get it. I guess I just don't get it. Because they people weren't working to make them. That, Is that it? That, I don't know. And like in the beginning, like China bought all the chips. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were buying up all the resources that you need. To fucking yeah. make those things, so like they have like the strong just don't have them. as many models out there. Well, like there, there's just not enough. One, there's not enough production, folks, and two, there's not enough like resources. Right? Because I'm like, like, dude, can y'all ship me in a 2021? Yeah, plus, plus like, like some of the plus some of the like deals gone bad. Like, yeah, other countries are holding out on us right now for like mining that certain shit that goes into those microchips. Yeah. So like we're not getting the best deal for one and two we're not getting very many of them. Yeah, because I'm at the dealership. I'm like, is this some of the deals all y'all are, got. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we can get this and that, but that's gonna be on a boat. It ain't gonna be for like two months. So it comes in. I'm like, well, I don't want that anyway. But damn, what if I did? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough out here trying to even get a like. It's 20, you can you can get online. They'll, they'll customize a 2022 for you. Obviously more expensive. But like to find a, a 2021 car right now is. It's hard. Like Bro, I got mine the perfect time before the shit like yeah. hit the fan. Yeah, they're yeah. paying top. They were paying. They were paying me more, more than what I owe for my car. And I was, I was like, so I was like, okay, if it makes sense, if there's something I like, but like, yeah, you get some positive equity. Yeah, but it was like there wasn't much there. I mean, I'm not just gonna get a car for no reason. Just, I love my car. You know what I mean? Gigs. Yeah, yeah, just for the fuck of it. Junior so. could be fine in the back seat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna duct tape him to so he don't put his hands in nasty shit everywhere. But yeah, I'm gonna duct tape him to the car. So. You should get like an enclosure on, so if he's throwing like Cheetos and shit, just stays inside. Well, he ain't gonna be doing. He ain't You'll just be, be driving the the uh, the old Cherokee most huh? of the time. Hell no, nah, I ain't driving no damn Jeep Cherokee. Fuck your body, but yeah, I mean, your vehicle does say a lot about, or doesn't say anything about you. You, know, you could have that Jeep Renegade. What does that really say about you? Yeah, <laughs> or a key of soul. What does that really say? Don't really say much about if you. You buy a soul, bro. You you like hamsters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you like gerbils and such. Yeah, I remember. One, I remember one time. I mean, I was looking at the rank. Remember, I had that Sahara, or whatever. Yeah. And they said, "Yeah, you can have this Jeep Renegade." I was like, "Bro, I will walk before I have a Renegade." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Just I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so so obviously there's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Um, with Goodell and statements being put out about the uh, the Brian Flores firing and him not being hired right now, uh, you know, and the racial disparity with NFL head coaches, obviously all of them being white besides Tomlin, and then the opportunity, right, to, to hire a uh, coach of color is, it's just like a process, right? And I, there's like the Rooney rule where you have to interview. You have to interview uh, a person of color. But that's always everybody's first interview, so they know they're not gonna get. Like they'll hire, like they'll, and everybody was just okay. Well, just just to abide by the rule, I'm gonna interview the offensive coordinator. He's black, knowing I'm not gonna give it to him just to get it out of the way, and I'm gonna do it every single time that we hire. But it's like, what kind of message is that sending? So the Rooney rule was kind of flawed in a lot of ways. I respect it, right? Because like it makes it a rule, almost like in my company right now, you have to have three diverse candidates interviewed before you can hire. But it's like, 
that can be so counter fucking productive. It's insane. That does not that does not make diversity. I mean, an include you're not. That's not an inclusive environment. Saying, "Hey, I have to hire three people of color, so I'm going out of my way just to find folks, just to, just to interview them. Let's just say they fucking suck, and just to, to check a check a box to say, "Hey, I I tried." That's what I mean. But it's, I don't know the answer to it. I'm just saying it's trash. Either, but it's just it's just checking the fucking box. Like, what is that actually doing? If you if you're predetermined going into this fucking thing that I'm not hiring a person of color, because you know who you want to hire next, yeah. Right. You already know who you're hiring. It's going to be a fucking Caucasian, uh, male or female. What this interview and wasting your fucking time of anyone who's involved in the interview, including the person who fucking, you know, it's who you're interviewing. Out. Yeah, yeah. You, like, what sense? I mean, I get, I mean, it's it's better than, I guess, is it better than nothing? I don't even know if it is, you know? It's just, either way, it's just stop it's an, it's, a, it's attempt. You're swinging the bat. Yeah. They're telling, I mean, it's an attempt to try to, you know, fit the whole diversity, equity, and inclusion thing and okay. try to include it. You try to include it, but it's like, do you say, hey, you can't hire and in, in my company, primarily middle-aged white man company, do you say, "Hey, this position cannot be filled unless filled by"? That's not that's that's no way to run a company either, because you got someone fully capable ready to step in and take that spot. What does that say? It, you know, it's it's a tough thing. If you're if your company slow, yeah. have all these questionnaires and tests that prove that people aren't competent to do a, a task, and maybe sometimes even you could they have those for psychopaths too, or people who you know get put in the psych ward because they you know. You have all these evaluations. Why can't you have an evaluation to show someone's racist? Well, yeah, that true, true. Where's true. it at? Yeah. So how come no one's come up with this yet? Because yeah. we should we should be uh, putting people in power, CEOs and GMs and VPs if they're fucking racist. That's where it starts. Yeah, those dude. are people got to do that's the hiring. That's pretty crazy. That's a, that's a really that good is. point. You know that that, that does kind of clear I, the air. How a little does this bit. picture make you yeah. feel? Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Or, right. Yeah. Right. Or, or, yeah. Like tell us, you know, growing up. Well, well, you know, I don't know. I'm not the yeah, one making yeah, these questions, yeah. but you, you know what I'm saying. The, yeah. the, the design the questionnaire where it's just like, all right, if you score this, maybe then interview. you're borderline racist. You can't be a VP. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So maybe, maybe the the answer is everything has to be parts of assembly. Everything has to be anonymous. Then, you know what I mean? Like, or you got to do interviews that don't show anybody's faces. That's or, what I'm saying. Or, or anonymous. You, yeah, yeah. You can't. You don't check. On the don't see a name. You don't see a fucking face, color, or race. Or you you see, see qualifications. You this hear, goes for the, male you hear and responses. This yeah. For, I mean, think about yeah, all yeah, yeah. We have one. I mean, which is we, we're not the most, you know biggest company in the world or anything, but we're. I mean, we're not also not very small. But we have Karen Hutto down in Hartsville as a, a GM, plant, manager. plant manager. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you have. I mean, the next person who's even close would be Amy Hugis in Latrobe, who's now the uh, assistant. assistant GM, whatever for, yeah. for this site under Peter. So it's like. I, I don't know. I think that's a solid, you know, start. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. Those two women are obviously clearly capable. You know right. What I mean? But when you look at, then you, you know, have like Abby too, who's like also state, EHS yeah, leader. Yeah, Dude, yeah. that that's an incredible concept though. Like a blind interview. Yeah. Like imagine if it, it should was just be. like uh, uh, AOL, a AOL, an anonymous conversation. Yeah, or something. yeah. Like a you ask a messenger. question, you hear the respect, your the responses. It may, not even hear the responses because a lot yeah, of times you, you can it. tell ethnicity in voices and shit like that. It Should be all voices. It should be like a you know. Like yeah, doing. It should be completely anonymous. Voice, it should be like that. Completely anonymous. No, a, you see the qualifications, the school, the, you know the the. The responsibility. Yeah, why, why, yeah, why is like, that question? Why is it? What does it matter about? I mean, I guess at this point, it does kind of matter when you're trying to include more diversity. Yeah, but I wonder know. what it would be like though. Like yeah. if if it was strictly off of resumes and like a blind. We should hire for three P and do it like that and run a study and then publish it. I bet you that'd be kind of dope. That would be, <laughs> be kind of. But, cool. but I mean, but as for the NFL, it just 
I know that like, you know, you want the best person for the job. I think Flores deserves to be a head coach in the NFL. Uh, he's going to bust this thing wide open. He probably knows a lot, has a lot. I mean, he's going to include a lot of the ex, you know, African-American NFL coaches that had like, you know, Hugh Jackson and them that Tony know Dungy. some shit. Dungy got to know something. Dungy got to know. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of folks that probably know something. I think there's going to be a lot of shit that comes from this, and a lot of people are going to go down with it. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to burn that motherfucker down. And But my thing is, is like I, somebody who made this comparison, I cannot. I think it was Nick Wright. I love Nick Wright, Fox Sports. Um, he may, when it comes to this, like you know, racial, you know, injustice and all that stuff, so he he makes a lot of really good points. He's a white man. He's married to a black woman. Uh, you know, with kids, they have kids together. Um, so they're you know they're biracial. But he made a really good point. How many head coaches do you see in the NHL? Primarily white league, right? Players wise, yeah. that are do you, do you see any black coaches in the NHL? No, you don't see any. So it's like in a primarily black league with the NFL players, specifically when you come to skill positions and superstars, right? Primarily black league. Why is it all all white head coaches? You know what I mean? So it's like I see the, the, the comparison right there is just kind of – I don't think that that means that we should have all black head coaches in the NFL. I just think that there should be more. There probably should be more because – it's I mean it's it's a league dominated by African Americans. So I mean, like who's the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh his name he just had an interview, but yeah, his name is I forget his name. Uh, but, I I think it's I can't remember his name either. But like he is I think he's a very good candidate to be a head coach. And he probably has been for quite some time, waiting on his opportunity. I mean, it's just he's I mean, that's a prime example. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's just like when you walked away, Al, we were talking about, like, you know, how we have all these evaluations and, and things and questionnaires and all that kind of stuff that's made for, you know, um, for psychiatric yeah, diagnoses yeah, and, and stuff like that. Why don't, we have more, yeah, why don't we have stuff about that for racism, you know? <coughs> oh, it's uh, Eric Bienemy is the uh, Chiefs offense coordinator. I know yeah, he has Eric, interviews Eric, this yeah. week. Bear Baby's like, oh, how hasn't he had a head coaching job, you know, yet? And it's like, yeah, I kind of feel that like, because remember when fucking – you know, who was it? Was it Sean? No, it wasn't McVeigh. It was fucking San Fran's head coach right now. Um, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, when he was OC coordinator for the Falcons, they went to the Super Bowl for one year. Bam, head coaching job. Why hasn't Eric Bynum had that? I mean, they've been – he's been killing it with my homes. High-powered offense. High-powered he offense. How does he have one yet? So, it's like, you know, you look at that, it's kind of like, damn. You know, I, Why did Byron, Le Byron Leftwich uh, turn down the head coach job for the Jags? Did he turn it down? Yeah, I mean, he took himself out of the running. Who knows? Oh, I I, 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 all I've seen that he, is that someone else, obviously someone else got it. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that he turned it down or took himself out of the running. There was something said Byron Leftwich left, which left the – or completely took being maybe a head coach he knew, off of Maybe he knew shit was being talked know. about behind the scenes and he wasn't going to be a – a prospect anymore yeah because of all this bullshit yeah mm -hmm. i don't know man again i don't know the answer to it but all i know is that we get a lot of these rich primarily white nfl owners they're owners because they have money right you know what i mean it's like the only way to fix a lot of these a lot of this stuff that goes on like this is stop giving ownership just to people who just have money have no experience running the league they want to win. They, they, all they want is money. That's all they care about in their pockets. They don't care about anything else. You know what I mean? I think that it starts with a lot of the NFL owners. Is like, how about we let people own teams, not just because of money? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, is um, isn't uh, 
Green Bay like one of the only like community owned like teams or something like that? I didn't hear like, that. I'd love to know more about that and how mm. that works. Like yeah. in their in, in the in their workings of their uh, <coughs> franchise and stuff like that. Because yeah. I feel like that should be almost like across the board. Like imagine right. like the the city of Pittsburgh on the team. Right. If the Rooney's ever decided to sell yeah. off or whatever, or go, you know. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, I feel like Steelers just have that, like that actual, like a foundation of how an NFL organization should be, because you have right real ownership that you know it's invested in the the in, city, embedded and, even. Yeah, yeah, like embedded in just the yeah. roots run so goddamn deep, and I mean, you see like the Rooney's on the on the field, like with their players, like talking to Ben, talking to A B. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, You've yeah, always yeah. seen that. It was like the Rooney's are that's that's their family. You know what I mean? Right. Where you just got owners where they just sit back, kick their feet up. No, you know you what I'm saying? Check. Yeah, with just waiting on their check. You know what I mean for their investment. So I don't know, man. I, I really, I, I don't know the answers to it, but it, it does kind of suck that <clears throat> you gotta. Well, these coaches feel that way and have experienced things, and the whole tanking thing. Oh, well, if we don't win, we that get paid not to win. It should be illegal in the league. Yeah, it's just like Straight that's a, the integrity in, 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 on all that league when you Pay hear that kind of stuff. Drop passes, all that yeah. shit. Yeah, like, it's just like it doesn't make it. It's not fun for fans to not, hear this no. type of shit. Yeah. yeah, you know, Des Bryant put out a video after you know this past week uh, about Bryant and all this other stuff, and when he was finishing his last, when he got cut from the Cowboys. He was he was talking to Cole Beasley and I th- I forget who else and said this is gonna be the interview that gets me cut because he was curious on how he, he went to the offense coordinator and said yo what's the game plan this week I need to know like how to prep all this other stuff and like and, he, and they got to the game and like they're calling plays and he's like there's there's no way this is like what we're running right now because like it was just completely like off like he just like was proving the fact that this shit some of this shit's rigged people do this shit people pay coaches to lose because like like the position they were in and the plays they were running he was just like he was mind blown. Yeah, and that's coming from NFL. A big at the time, a very big time, a late wide receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. I just think that owners and and you know the NFLPA they they need to do a better job of protecting a lot of these players. And I just feel like sometimes like you know like you know who was it? It was Miles Garrett. And there's it's been other people throughout the season. It's like he wore a cut off shirt for a game, and then the next day he's drug tested. It's like fuck that. Like fuck you. You know what I mean? You look at his arms, you see he's massive. And you want to like these these whack ass drug tests. You know what I mean? Just for no reason, you just feel you can drug test me because I had a killer game. Like fuck you. You know what I mean? Like that's not random. Yeah. You're just you're you're deciding when you want to drug test me. Right. I just feel like the NFLPA needs to do a way better job protecting its players and a lot of things because you see a lot of this shit go on. It just unfairness and it's like, wait, what? You know what I mean? You got to feel for it. A lot of people are like, well, shut up. You're making millions. Go play football. It's like fuck that. No, they still have a family. It's got a well being. You know what I mean? They still got like. In- you know, it's feelings. Like, you know, feelings are they're humans. You're, it's just like how sometimes they're they're kind of treated. Well, that's like, why some people make the comparison. It's like they make a comparison. Like, like NFL players are like like slaves to the owners. Like they're just running around making them them millions and billions and increasing their wealth, and they're out there risking their their bodies. And like, yeah, they're being paid very well. You know what I mean? But they're being paid a lot more up top. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, wow. man. It's a it, it's the I hope I don't know. This Flores thing is is gonna bust open, and I can't wait for folks to drop with it there's yeah, there's right. gonna be some shady shit that gets exposed for sure you know what i mean some racist shit and, and there always is man and i think even more the more the more and more people that like get involved the more that likely they're gonna be like oh well i know this about this person yeah and just like, more shit about, it's like, just gonna domino effect it might not even be about race anymore it's just gonna be about straight shade well you saw yeah, a lot of like people Gruden tweeting shit, shit, shit right that came out yeah the what oh yeah Gruden. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you see a lot of people tweeting, like, ex-players saying, I was definitely paid to drop passes in 2017. Yeah. In 2017, the Browns, the Browns. organization was not trying to win. Right, yeah, I tell you what, they were not trying to win. It's like, again, that's not good to hear as a fan. Like, I don't go, fuck the Browns. They're, gonna, they're always going to be losers. But, like, it's fuck not fun to hear as a fan, though. Like, you got to feel for them Browns fans who are out there in the dog pound every fucking Sunday. And they got to they gotta read Hoping that. and praying their organization just gets better. And it's just like, because... <laughs> That's, yeah, so right. People just live for that shit. NFL exactly. Sunday is your city. Yeah. And they're out there paying mugs to lose. And yeah. people are buying tickets. That's fucked up. All this compensation and you're entitled to this. You, you're entitled to pay all the motherfuckers back, too. Right. That's bullshit. That's why the, the Steelers shit, like, we want to win games. There's no such thing as tanking. We're going to yeah. go out there and put our players in the best position with the players we got to win these fucking and, football and games. And we'll never have to worry about that shady-ass business and people like us tanking. No. As long as our ownership is who it is, and yeah. Tomlin is that head coach, I know we're going to bring in a good GM to replace Colbert, yeah. and he's going to be just as good as Colbert and, right. and solid in that aspect. We will never have to worry about someone us fucking tanking. When we were lost, like yeah, I think we start off one and two, they're like, "Oh, tank for two up." Remember that whole thing? T yeah. Fuck you. We're not tanking. We ain't ever. tank with Duncan Mason. Why the fuck did we tank with Ben? Right. Know? Another thing is, I think Tomlin should be the GM and head coach. Don't bring in anybody else. Fuck that. <laughs> possible they do that yeah, well, Tomlin yeah. needs to do a little bit better job of drafting uh some dbs then yeah you know what i mean like there, let's draft this is a heavy db draft yeah. but i i think colbert's about to to put it together a nice little final hurrah draft i think us. so too and that's not, why they're keeping him on because he agreed to it yeah it's probably fun for him yeah right well let's talk about our draft oh, and yeah. what we yeah, think and we'll, fame, we'll, right? we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the joe rogan stuff after that yeah. let's talk about let's talk about the since we're already there let's talk about the draft and the steelers and our thoughts on qb what do y'all think is going to happen with this QB? Or what do you want to happen? I keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I, I want them to, you know, try to, to get a veteran. To focus on, you know, beefing up the line, like on both sides of the ball, yeah. you know, getting a nice run stopper on defense at linebacker position, you know, grabbing a stud at CB and, and signing a veteran quarterback to kind of compete against Mason and Haskins to see who the best man for the job is. Yeah. And, and, and now, I, I don't know, I watched a senior bowl yesterday and, you know, it kind of just got me excited to have a nice young kid back there moving around because all them kids at quarterback, man, there's one thing that they all had and it was movement. Right. I mean, they, they get closed in on and, yeah, they got sacked a couple times, but the one thing they're I, able to get out of the pocket and run that ball. Yeah. And one thing I remember about movement is, like, a, a lot of those kids will look like they have movement against that Division One talent. Like Baker Mayfield did, and then you came well, to the I NFL. Mean, not very, not very mobile. He's he's still pretty decently mobile, but not very mobile anymore. When you got a four four on the edge, you know yeah. what I mean. I know, but the Senior Bowl and the Shrine or the East West Shrine game are a little bit better look. True, because true. Top damn near all them there. kids are going to get a shot at least being on a roster and yeah. competing for a position. True, you know, competing for a spot. Right. So like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be mad if we got Pickett or Willis at twenty. Yeah, and and. You know, Pick sign it. free agents in O line. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Some we have veterans. the money. We have the money to sign. Yeah, yeah. We can so, sign some guys. I don't know. I keep going back and forth, but I think right now we're, what I'm riding with is I hope we take a young talent in the first round if we get a chance. My wish list is, and I'm gonna keep it short and simple. My wish list is um, to bring bring a veteran quarterback in. I, I would like to even even see Jimmy G come in. Um, nah. And a, a draft. <laughs> take all the bitches if he comes Fuck in. him. I would like to see Jimmy G come in because down the stretch, 
uh, after week nine, he is top five most clutch quarterbacks in the league. I know he can make some shit passes, but he is very good on that last drive when you need him to be. You know what I mean? And I think we have the athletes around him where I think that he can put us in a position to win almost every fucking game. And he might, I mean, who knows? I mean, everybody makes mistakes, so he might be prone to that shit mistake. But he, on that last drive, there's not many quarterbacks better than him when it, when it's say, hey, go get us three right now. He gets that it. three. I understand it. It's just like, I, I want somebody I mean, I want to be able Watson. to hold on to the rock. You right. know what I mean? He yeah. has a lot of turnovers. Yep. So he, can, he can throw some picks, yeah. That's one thing we can't afford is a lot of turnovers, and that's that was great. I mean, we, we punted the fucking ball shit ton this year, but we didn't have any, like, a ton of turnovers, which was yeah. great. I mean, you never want to turn the ball over. But, again, yeah. Jimmy G, I would settle for a veteran. Who I really want, my, my, my number one thing on the wish list, yeah. is to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Probably not going to happen. That would be beautiful. Yeah. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we're going to get a high-profile free agent. You know, even if they get the best draft and don't include a QB, they need to sign, you know, Somebody, somebody somebody needs to right. be signed at quarterback. If you don't, if you're not going to get Jimmy G. Watson, you need to sign somebody. I, I'm okay with drafting, you know, Pickett or, or Malik Willis. Would love that to see them come in, but it, I don't want. I do, and I, and I'm not being rude when I say this. I don't want to see Haskins or Rudolph trotting out in that field week one. I don't want to fucking see yeah, it. I don't want to see well. it. Yeah, I mean, if they were worth a shit. They might have been on the field at times when Ben shouldn't have been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like we might have started plugging him in when Ben was getting nailed and fucking. No, we'd have beat the Lions. Yeah. What the fuck would have exactly. happened? True. True. We probably wouldn't have been playing Kansas City, fucking yeah. in, in, on it's the true. road on, on wild card weekend. It's facts. But yeah. here's the thing. You know, it's not a very good quarterback draft class. There are a couple good quarterbacks. I don't think either way. If we would get Pickett or Willis, they're not getting under center anyway. Right away. I think we would probably see them mid season, late season when. Rudolph is completely shorted everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, the, and But that's not who the Steelers are. I yeah. feel like we're really not like going to draft somebody unless we're 100% sure that that that's is our, our next man. guy. Yeah, our yeah. next guy. I like the picket stat line of 43 touchdowns and seven interceptions, man. It's yeah. just attractive. Yeah. It's a Power 5 conference. I don't give a fuck if he didn't play Alabama and Georgia. It doesn't matter. They're a big Ben. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what, it's, it's, it's a Power 5 conference, and he, he balled out. I would love to see – Pick it, come who, to Pittsburgh. Whoever they get, I need to see some fire, passion, heart coming from you got them. Got that from him. You know what I mean? From him, yeah, you do. He's a. I mean, hey, you, got you heard it himself. It would though. be unbelievable to get drafted by the Lures. And I don't like like Tomlin says all the time. We want volunteers, not hostages. Yeah. Maybe. He, he I would take to, Gardner Minshew in the little mix too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've we said talked that about that. Yeah. Like I think he he has the heart of a line and wants to win and compete. And, when, and that's what we need right now under center is the heart of a line wants to compete because yeah. we have talent around it. We address that O-line with that talent. I'm not even mad at our defense situation right now. I know Tuit sold his house. He's probably gone. Alolalo is coming back. Adam seen him I at saw. the casino yeah. with Cam Hayward. Um, Boys! So he is coming back, and that's huge. You know what I mean? So we, we Montrevious Adams stepped up big time big down time. the stretch. Wormley that, looked good out Wormley there. looked really good at Wormley the end of the year. Wormley did too. Yeah. Taco Charlton came in and played really Pass good. Rush. Played good off the edge. Yeah. So, like, we, 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 I'm not even so much concerned about the D line. I am concerned about our linebackers. linebackers. And I'm, not, I'm, all, I'm, I'm less gone. concerned about our DBs than I am our linebackers, obviously. Yeah. Witherspoon stepped up big. He would, I know there's not a big Trey sample. Warden, nice young yeah, talent. Yeah, Jay Norwood. You know, Witherspoon doesn't have a very big sample size, but he was the number one graded corner in the NFL for his sample size. It was like a it was like a thirty five point five passer rating on like forty targets. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He played really good. I mean, Norwood. That's a steal. We had a sixth or seventh round from Oklahoma last year. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, obviously, we still got fucking Minka. I would like to see Joe Hayden come back for a year or two yeah, on a contract. I would love to see a two-year contract with him. And, and Cam got- Sutton, slot corner. He's one of the best in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. And, then you got, and then you got fucking, honestly, I think Edmonds and Minka are finding their, you know, their niche. their niche together as in, look, Edmonds, this is where you play. Minka got the back half. He's he's the center fielder. You I mean? do want to see 34 come back because he, he played really well. Yeah. He played good in covering those big-time tight ends for us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Plays the run pretty but good. It'd be I, sweet if we could somehow secure a Tyron Matthew or somebody but, but like I'm that. I'm saying, like, you don't need to bring Edmonds back know, on know, some crazy deal. No, you don't. Pay yeah. I think everybody understands that. I think Edmonds understands that. You yeah. Know, but you could lock him in at a solid. You he's, know, a solid he's a solid NFL player. Yeah, I mean, he I think he, he proved himself in his contract to be. He got better each year. It, I mean, yeah. if we could find somebody else for to replace him and him fill the middle, he's fast enough. He hits. Yeah. Bro, I would not be mad to see him at line up at linebacker. I, I'd also like to continue to see Marcus Allen see the field. Yeah. He he played pretty – he can play good. He can play. He's, he's I mean, he's not a starter, but he is a, a guy you can work in throughout games, and yeah. he, he makes plays. He's, yeah, he's, he a, does. he's a tackler, man. He'll go after the ball. Right. You know? um, I, I do like seeing him in there. He's good on special teams, too. Uh, yeah, and I did cry right when Ben put out that retirement video. I cried my eyes out like a baby. You know what I mean? Big part of our childhood. I mean, seven is – the face of Pittsburgh with Crosby. That era is our, our Pittsburgh crazy, era is bro. like almost come, it's coming to an end, right? Crosby don't got yeah. much longer. Let's go, Pans. There. What is he? Thirty uh, four. Huh? Crosby like thirty three. Yeah, thirty four. I mean, I mean, Crosby could honestly play, play another seven more years. Hold on, him and yeah, he could, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could play. He, yeah, he could seriously play another five years. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. how hockey is. It's weird. Like they, they right. go out there old as shit. But it's still sad. I mean, Ben. I mean, I, I as, as sad as I am, you could say these two things at the same time. Be extremely upset about Ben. Gonna miss him, cry about him, and also be excited for the future. Yeah, me, yeah. You know, at the same I time, too. I would just love to see Ben on some kind of capacity with the, order, with the yeah, organization. I would, I would love that too. I think he. Uh, I, I think if he would ever come back as an OC or something, I think it's gonna be some years because he wants yeah. to be that family man, like he mentioned. Shit, you know what I mean? He, he don't. I mean, he's just gotta. It's gonna be pure off of the passion for football because he's paid so much goddamn. Money. I think yeah. how cool would that be to have Kenny Pickett starting quarterback? And Ben come back as the OC, got yeah, a pick yeah. guy, you know what I mean? Got our fucking Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's our offense. That would Dude, be awesome. that would be so fucking sick. Like that would just make it. And then we go on a little run with him as our coordinator, give him yes. a couple more rings. That's why it hurt. <laughs> I think that's why it hurt so bad that Hodges and uh, Rudolph weren't like our our have the energy and the, yeah. and the talent well, to you, carry you that on and, that ben, and be his understudy while ben we still probably have right. had yeah. he would have enforced to retirement if they were if they were those guys because we'd have that next stud like Josh Allen coming up or yeah, Mahomes yeah. would be like okay buddy we I mean we you, you got yeah. hurt and we we passed your you know your throne on it's like now you know yeah. he may have stayed on to kind of coach him up yeah but it would have been a little bit it would have felt a little bit more secure yeah. knowing that you had somebody behind him that that learned the ropes and all that that's the one upside I think from Haskins because like I like the way Tomlin talks about Haskins about how you know he had that sit down year you know he had some like time in the NFL to like kind of grow up a little bit and learn how it should be done. You know what I mean? Right. He, obviously, he has a lot of upside. He has a talent. He has an arm. Yeah. He's not fucking. You know, he doesn't have cinder blocks on his feet. But like yeah. from what we've seen so far, it's just it's not it. You know, and Rudolph. I mean, I think he is what he is. I think there's plenty of tape on Rudolph to to justify the the moving on past him. The second the it, second it, and third string vibe time, that he is. I do I do trust that the Steelers are gonna make the best decision. For they will year, put us in a chance to win. And if Rudolph is going out there, I'm ripping my head off. And we start we stack the offensive line and let's say we get a big time wide receiver out there too, right? Or we bring Juju back and, and we're I think gonna he's be gone. a predominantly running offense and our defense is stacked. 
We could probably win a lot of football games. Well, he, he just posted that too. fucking shit about yeah, yeah. who's the next uh, QB for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he posted that clip of Mason Rudolph in at the end of the game at the Kansas City Chiefs game uh, of him running like that first down he got at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs game. Juju. Did Juju, posted Juju posted who's the next Steelers QB, and he posted a, a clip of Rudolph at the end of that Kansas City game. You know, you hear a lot of those guys in that offense who talk, like, even, like, going pound with us, who talk highly of Rudolph. Like, you know, we like Mason. You know, Mason's our guy, you know. And, you know what I mean? They, they, they obviously have a very solid relationship with Mason. And they, I think a lot of guys speak, like, they're, they're, they're trusting of him. I think they set Najee up for the kill, and they said, who do you want to be your quarterback? And he's thinking, oh, you're, you're talking about if I had a choice and if we had to go outside the organization? Yeah, yeah I'm thinking about Yeah, because guy. he he's, he, he wasn't – I yeah. don't think he you know, was purposely saying, no, Rudolph ain't our guy. You kidding yeah, me? Right. You got, they set him up. You know, how, you know how I think you're 100% right on that is he declined all comments about the Steelers' offense in the future at the Pro Bowl. Because he knew, he realized he got set up and it was a bad answer. Yeah. And everyone's going to attack it. The media's right. going to attack it that way. So he's like, you know what? This ain't got nothing to do with I'll just say, yeah, bring him on. I don't know. You guys are, bull, you guys are grimy as fuck. For doing that to me, that's a you asked me a wish list question. You yeah, know what I mean, right, doesn't, you right. didn't ask. You know what I mean, that's anybody's gonna say that, right? Right. You ask yeah. you you ask anybody Who that. The fuck any fan Deshaun ba- Watson. Right. You ask fucking or Tom, Aaron. You ask fucking Tomlin. He probably gonna say the same guy. Yeah, exactly. If he yeah. could, right? But man, it would be really sick to have uh, fucking Deshaun jump in the black and gold and and oh. be like one of those. We're immediate Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, so. facts, facts. Everybody's <laughs> looking for their next like Josh Allen now, and it's like. Two, two things on that. I think the best chance to get a, a Josh Allen um, would be like your Willis or Pickett. You know I mean, all you need is tough as nails. Josh Allen wasn't a, a, a big winner in high school or college. Just tough football player. Yeah, everybody's looking for that tough. He's unique as fuck because he can. He's he only threw rocket. sixteen touchdowns his senior year at fucking North Dakota State. Yeah, yeah. He he got he was hurt his sophomore year, and he came back. You know, after the medical red shirt he had a really good sophomore year and a junior year i think i heard again his junior year anyway stats aren't great record wasn't great i think he was like 32 and 17 or 36 and 17 so he doesn't have many he, his win percentage isn't great so it's like he wasn't a great winner but he was just a stud of a football player that you know took a chance like on him yeah i gotta i gotta show you, you know all what this I like in a about, second. while you're pulling that up what i like about pickett is a lot of times you see these guys come to the league and they're super fucking young he played five years that exactly game, right? and he's 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 more developed you know who like joe burrow like joe exactly. burrow joe burrow came very intelligent, very successful, right? He yes. wasn't sure. He wasn't sure your natural rookie, you know that kind of stuff. And now, look at second year yeah. to the Super Bowl because he's he's mentally there. He's developed. Bro, physically. yeah, no, they, he's he, a grown man. He's there five years, and, and that's, the same that's way. huge. It's exactly. The same thing. And now, Plus, is he, he has is, a. Is he Joe Burrow? Mm, Fuck top. I mean, I ain't gonna. Put they compare any cap him to on him. anybody or put any kind of limits on anybody. We'll see, you know. But, but he ain't win no natty. That's what you yeah, know yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. right? But right. And, and like it's crazy though because uh, I think it played well enough. Yeah, they they did for sure, for sure. No, I think it's. I think that's a, a major factor. Like when they're there and they learn and they like have that learning process through a whole five years instead of just going as a sophomore like Haskins did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was out early. You know, if he stayed the whole time, there's no telling like what kind of other development they could have. And you know, they're the same age at this point. You know, Haskins and fucking uh, Burrow. Burrow Pick, and Pickett. Pickett. Yeah, Pickett, yeah. Sorry, yeah, right, sorry. The Haskins got thrown to Washington as a fucking. Child, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, with like three He's different like head coaches. years old. Yeah, three yeah. different head coaches in like two years. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean. All right, so this is a little bit separate thing, but I thought this was absolutely insane. So the 2017 NFL draft for the Browns for their picks, they had three first round picks. Kaiser, they had Jabril Peppers. Yeah, exactly. So they got Miles Garrett, Jabril Peppers, David Njoku. Deshaun Kaiser, Larry Ojagabobi. <laughs> Ojagadobi. <laughs> yeah, Howard yeah. Wilson and, and uh, Roderick Johnson. The perfect draft from that would have looked like with their picks 
It would have looked like Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Tredavious White, T.J. Watt, Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, George Kittle, and Aaron Jones. It, <laughs> the, the, all those players were on the board when they had you those selections. That, that just goes to show you how hard it is to draft. To fucking wow. draft. Bro. That ain't gonna say how this person who knew TJ Watt was gonna do this because I sort of. I was scratching not. my head. I didn't. I didn't doubt the Steelers, but I went like this when TJ Watt was back. I was like, I was hyped when they got him. I was like, damn. Okay. Household names are something to go for, baby. You yeah. know they, they. Yeah. They ate the same green beans and, as they was growing thought, up. And I kind of <laughs> thought. I kind of thought like. I kind of thought like, oh, are we just doing this because it's JJ's brother. I mean, I knew. Obviously. That's remember that was the first thing Jo tweeted. Yeah. Was like, oh, fucking, he sucks. He's they're just saying it because his last name. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he was wrong. JJ Derek, is Derek Watt on that level of football. I I just don't think. I don't think he should have. When you, I didn't know normally, he should be in the NFL. To be honest I, with you. Normally, too. normally though, like when you have like a brother, you know, that's like there's three of them, two of them on defense, like. He's just at the fullback position for what? It's a kind of an obsolete fucking. He needs to make the transition to exactly. DM. Exactly. To fucking linebacker. Or linebacker. Exactly. Exactly. Linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Being a monster at exactly. Yeah. He's a hitter. I mean, he's pretty fast. He's pretty. He's pretty quick. Moves. You see what he does on the fucking special kick teams. returns and, yeah. and everything like that. I'm sure. I mean, he's an NFL athlete. I mean, he, right. He makes. I've seen make special teams plays. And he makes blocks when you call. He makes on tons him. of fucking special and, teams and shit plays. like that. It's just like I just. But he's special teams captain. But you shouldn't be a fullback. You know what I mean? Like you just. Somebody got to switch that man's position. You can use a tight end and, and, and a, you know, an athletic end. lineman as yeah. your fullback when you need him. I say we transition him over and draft uh, Hayward's little brother. I like that. Boy, got hands. Connor, 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 Connor yeah. yeah. They yeah. talked yeah. to him. I know. That's kind of sick. They might I know. get him like the third, fourth round or something. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, good NFL. He got trap. some good speed, too. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Michigan well, he State, played right? running back. Michigan he came State? in as a running back. Yeah. Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State came in as a running back. Um, So there's a lot of floating around right now about Joe Rogan and people wanting to cancel him and Spotify and folks that work for Spotify trying to expose some of the things he's done in the past. And, um, you know, I think Rogan, he, he is the, at the top of the podcast game. Obviously I think that's one of the reasons we started a podcast, right? Joe yeah. Rogan was nasty at it. He makes tons of money, even with like, you know, barstool and he shit makes too. stupid money. And it's like he, Joe, Joe Rogan's really good at it. He's a very intelligent man. Um, makes a lot of good points, a lot of good arguments. Most recent reason why he was canceled though was for the use of N-word in a context that wasn't insulting somebody using the word, but he was saying the word to describe events, situations, phrases, um, and just he was using it telling stories, right, Of or even talking about movies. Uh, he, he, so, I mean, no one's perfect, right? I mean, I think he's he even admitted he just released a video where he apologized um, for saying the word, um, but also – he said something to do with like he was going to see Planet of the Apes and he it was in an all black neighborhood that the theater was in. He was with the friends that got dropped off. He said, I feel like I'm in Africa kind of thing. So he was trying to but again, he explained, I don't know how true this is, but he explained that he wasn't saying because there was black people you know, he was saying because there was black people around him, not because he was going to see Planet of the Apes and not calling black people apes. You know what I mean? So I, I think this is a classic case of some people taking things like that out of context to attack somebody they don't like based off the views that they have. I don't have a problem with Rogan. I don't agree with everything he says. I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist. I do think he is wrong for saying the N-word. No ma- he even said it. For, no matter what context it was in, saying the N-word 17 times in one clip in one episode is bad, right? He admitted to that. He even said that. So I think that's – yeah. I, I accept it. I mean – not that he needs to apologize to me, but I feel like a lot of people should accept his apology for that. Um, but I mean, I kind of want to talk about. I don't even understand like the. I don't know. 
I don't understand how I, I just it was want being to, used. I don't. I didn't hear so, that. So, so, so instead of saying he wasn't saying, "Hey, I'm calling." He, he didn't say, "Hey, scrap, you're in." He was saying, like in like a, a movie and like a script and uh, you know literature when people say, "Hey." You know, in a sense, like he's reading off what yeah, the literature yeah. said, yeah, right? You. you know what I'm saying? But he said it so many times. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? So a lot of people didn't appreciate that he was talking about that so many times. And he also, like, made a statement was like, oh, shit, that was kind of racist. I apologize for saying that. You know what I mean? So he, he wasn't, like, thinking a lot of, like, about the context. He was trying to, uh, like, analyze, like, the shit that he, like, he does, right? Right. All I right. think that. I get it, what you're saying. Also, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm kind of on his side about this one to a certain extent. So he was saying the N-word, again, not calling nobody, not insulting anybody yet, but using the word in general, to in general right, in general. He's generally speaking using the word, and he even said, that, hey, I don't think it's ever good to use that word. And he, and, he, and he has a good point. It's a very unique word, right, because it's probably the only one word in the English language that, when it's probably one of the biggest insults you can ever call somebody that's black, but it's also a word that's used by black folks to rap for positive things like my and for negative things right mm -hmm. people can use it in a negative manner so he's like it's so unique but also it doesn't deserve to be coming out of my mouth right and he, and he mm -hmm. apologized for saying that and, and I, was like, I, I totally respect that and he's got a point though it's a very unique word because like w people can use it in rap verses in a positive manner and then it can be used so negatively now there's a difference between the a ending and the er ending which one was he using ER. Okay. He was using the ER to, to, to again not to call nobody. Yeah, that, right, right. Yeah. But in literature, yeah, like it's reading just such it off. A, it's just a it's just a sensitive word and it is unique. Yeah. That I just I couldn't bring myself to even use it like the way he was. Comfort he was comfortably. Yeah, it, I think that was, was the point. Yeah, he was comfortably using it. But then again, I look at look at Joe Rogan's history. Does he show? Does, have we saw him on film and YouTube videos of him just ripping up the N word? No. So in my eyes, I'm like, all right. He apologized, but he was wrong. Let's move on. Why cancel? Yeah, you know I, mean? I don't think he's being canceled. Yeah, I think there's people trying. trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah people in Spotify. You know what made, me, you know what made that, try to cancel? You know what that made me think of though is like, I, I've been in this situation for sure in like popcorn readings in middle school, reading through some of them old ass books, and that word pops up in like, you know, like people have said it, like people have not said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like in old ass books that they make you read in like English class and stuff yeah, like that. I've literally had I was in that situation. Before. We'll never be. I, I think I've been too when I was young. We'll never be comfortable in a classroom setting trying to teach folks about that kind of stuff and kids about that stuff, and it'll never be comfortable for me to read that out loud in a room full of a, a diverse Anybody, room yeah. because of the fact that racism still exists. Yeah, and if my brother, if racism yeah. didn't exist, yeah, maybe we can get to that point where we can educate and use those words. But right when that exists, though, we're never going to be able to get there because of the fact that. Everything's a trigger. And Everything's my, and if that my way. If brother ain't comfortable with it, I'm talking about my one of my, my my brothers that is black, then I'm not using it. You right, know? right, right. Just respect, just not. Just it, not. it is touchy. So, I mean, he, I Rogan again. I'm not. I don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I, you know, I don't. I, I, some of the things that like I've, people are just so. I think the point of this is people are so willing to just come at your neck and take everything you have for a right. word that comes out of your mouth. And, like, well, and that's yeah. I mean, look at his history. It's not like we have all these. Videos we could pop up and the only thing they were pulling right. was clips right. of him. The only thing they pulled were clips of him on his podcast consistently saying it. And damn, he said it a lot. In one clip, yeah. he said it a lot. And yeah. it was like, that's Shit. very uncomfortable for someone to listen to. Yeah. It, 
he was very he even made a he said god i was fucking disgusted to hear that video it's bad yeah it makes me look awful and that's not who i am yeah i respect his apology but it's like now, I to say that it's for anybody to say he wasn't wrong for doing that I don't know. I can't yeah, agree with he, you. He that was. was wrong. It, he was. If if he was, if he was actually speaking to somebody and calling him one, I'd be like, cancel the motherfucker. He got to go. Right. Right. He's apologizing, admitting he was wrong, relistening it, not not even talking about somebody. So I I I I I don't I, even. Yeah, I, I think I, it's. I, I'm not even his biggest fan, and I accept his apology. You know, move. I don't. You know, yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's. I, a, I don't I, think he should be canceled over. He absolutely think, shouldn't be. I think a lot of people's probably where they're coming from is like in this climate today, with that like you know. People should have like the. They should be aware of you know that how that's going to make people feel. Yeah. You know, regardless of the context. I and think stuff that's a like point. That. Yeah, yeah. So like, point. I I understand that 100. percent You know, so. You know, he should have probably got ahead of that when his pre-production and maybe right decided yeah. not to. I don't know. Right. But. Well, I think it was caught by yeah people even, on Spotify. I don't. I think some of it wasn't even included in any episodes. But it was caught by somebody, and they released that on them. Mm, you know what okay. I mean? Like they used it as ammo against them, which yeah. is I don't know. I wasn't even privy to the reason why he was trying to get canceled. Honestly, really? Yeah, so that's well, why I, I said I thought we was on that ivermectin. I yeah, seen people talking about oh, people are trying so hard to cancel Rogan, and I was like, well, what's going on now? Yeah. And I and I googled it, and it was about the N word. So I was like, hold on, I know he didn't just come out. Probably didn't come out and just be racist. Right. He could have been right. It, it's possible. But then I listened, uh, seen he posted an apology video, and then I started to dig more into it. And I was like, okay, you know, respect for his apology. It was like, you know, warranted. I'd be curious like, to hear the clip. Yeah. yeah. Go go listen. It's like five minutes long of him. And um, he says it 17 times in five minutes? No, no, it's five oh. minutes. His apology, but then he, he he includes, I think, some of the clips. But he says it, yeah, listen to the clip. It was kind of, it was pretty fucked up. Yeah, shit. But, um, you know, I think, again, we'll never be comfortable with that word until – we're past, I mean, anybody can at any point be racist, right? Yeah. But as a society, if we still have that, that, uh, that gen, yeah, gen X, yeah, still kicking around. I just think that here. shit's crazy to me because, like, I don't know. Some people were just not mentally strong enough to not be either prejudiced or racist or hate, like, gay people and shit because of one fucking little incident in their life. Yeah. yeah, like you could have had it just it's weird, bro. It's just yeah. like how some people Event. how people tick. It's just it's all it psychology. It, it's all psychology because we all know we're all made the same. You know, we all know that they're just we're human beings and we're just different colors. Well, like, I think what that, the that's, fuck? A, that's pretty good, a unique and a powerful thing about our generation is that we all primarily for the most part, I bet you it'd be fair to say 70, 80 percent of us think the same. Yeah. Act the same, have the same beliefs and in, in that in that aspect. Similar. So we can ch- we can kinda yeah, we can kinda change the I just don't the, the whole thing that makes no sense to me. But hey look boys, <laughs> enough of Rogan, we gotta stick to the slogan. We gotta fight for a right to parley. Peace, love and happiness. We had a long chat, so we'll see you next time. Three P out.